And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Cinemania Nightmare Show. This is the show we talk all things horror. Today we are going to be ranking the Conjuring Universe films. Every film in the Conjuring Universe, we will discuss and rank them from worst to the best in our opinion and before we get started, I am joined by some guests from the Cinemania World team. First, we have from Cinemania Nightmares, we have Tyler. Tyler, hello. Hello. It's great to be back talking some more horror on the channel. Uh, always exciting to talk about the Conjuring universe since it's become, I guess you could say, one of the most popular horror franchises around these days. Uh, yeah, it absolutely is, especially with box office and everything going on, but... Before we get into all that, let's also get into our other guests from the Box Office Report show. We have Larry. Larry, hello. Hey, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. I'm hyped to get in here and talk about some Conjuring films. I know they get some slack. I know people be trying to hate on them all the time now, ever since them first couple. But what can I say? I'm (laughs) in for the Conjuring universe. I'm sorry. I am too. I am too. We are lastly joined from the Cinemania World team and YouTube Geekly Goods. We have Leo. Leo, hello. Hey, hey, guys. Excited to be talking about this franchise, which I think is, has some ups and downs. The first hold couple on, Conjurings man. are amazing. Now, hold on now. Some of these are pretty <laughs> rough. Um, and maybe yeah. I feel that I'm on the end that maybe we should come to an end here soon. But oh, we'll no, see. No. Um, I'm down for the Avengers idea. I'm down. I'm down for the all of them meeting up, but mm-hmm. maybe we can go out on that note. Listen, man, this is one of them things that I just got to stand no matter what. Even if there is movies that I do not like in this universe, it's probably like two. But overall, it's, it's a universe that I have to stand because it's a horror cinematic universe. And it came out of nowhere. And the other day I was watching The Conjuring 2. And I was like, I think they had an idea for a universe way before we all thought they did. Because The Conjuring 2, if you look at it, it is just IP and new characters. It's like, I love it. But then you got like the Crooked Man and the Nun and this old guy. I'm like, I feel like they wanted to spawn more than the Nun from this movie. There were plans for the Crooked Man. But it just never came to fruition. And I think when Annabelle came, uh, um, Annabelle comes home came out. I think they were also supposed to like, they like, just they just threw everybody in. That yeah, movie. I think they were also supposed to put stuff, you know, from that movie because the, I heard like the bride was one of the movies they were gonna do, and then it just never came to a fruition. So I wonder what happened to like those movies and stuff, but. With that being said, we are back here on the podcast, everyone. Thank you guys for all the messages and stuff. Really appreciate it. But we're back here, and our first show being back is discussing this Conjuring universe. As Larry said, I'm a big fan of this universe, so I'm interested to see where all of our rankings fall. Uh, We just got The Nun 2, which I, like, loved, and I'm so... I think people will be surprised how high I had the nun two. Shocked. 
So oh, no. I, no. Be shook, Let's y'all. put this disclaimer right here. The only person on this panel that did not like The Nun 2 is Leo. The other three of us <laughs> all liked it. So we just got to say that right now. Yeah. Wow. Right. Okay. Sorry, Leo. Gotta, okay. Listen, I, we didn't do a review for... Reviews will be coming back on the podcast, but... The last 20 minutes, man, I was geeked up for the nun too. So when that comes <laughs> up, we'll discuss it. I don't know what's wrong with Leo. You need to calm down. Anyway, so so let's let's get into our ranking. Let's start with the worst. How many of these things are there? Like, what, uh, I mean, technically nine, but I, there's like debates on if the Curse of La Llorona is a Conjuring universe movie these days. <laughs> I, I, I. Oh, can that, we boot that I one put, out? No, I put that oh, in there because I'll they have characters in. in there from Annabelle they, Comes they, Home. Yeah. They wanted like a whole, to put it in, oh, but right, then right, they saw yeah. that box office receipt and decided maybe not. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. There's like a whole like there's characters in Annabelle Comes Home that had from the La Llorona, so I'm I'm, I'm keeping. It yeah, it's Father Father Perez was mm-hmm. in Annabelle, and he's also in the Curse. So of we're Lyra. saying, so we he's have also nine. Breaking Bad. Nine. Is the yeah. official number nine? That's nine, right? <laughs> yeah, it's nine if you count La Llorona. Yeah. Okay, nine. All right, all right. So let's, all right, so let's get into it. We're gonna start with the worst here. Uh, I feel like okay. So if you're not familiar with What's in the Conjuring universe? I guess we can just say all the movies here. So it started off, of course, with the Conjuring. Then did Annabelle come before or after Conjuring Two? I think that was after Conjuring Two. But the I think Conjuring... that was after Two. Yeah, the Conjuring. No, two... Annabelle's after One. I'm sorry. <clears throat> so we have uh, the Conjuring, Annabelle, Conjuring Two. Um, then we have Annabelle Creation. <clears throat> then we have the Nun, Conjuring Three, Lyadona, Nun Two. Annabelle comes home, and it all got it. It got kind of jumbled towards the end there. But those those are our movies. If you have, if you don't know already, so let's get into let's get into the ranking. We'll start with number nine, I guess. I will start with you, Larry. Your least favorite Conjuring universe film. I think everyone's gonna have the last. I think last so place. as well. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, but Leo had me a little bit shook earlier, uh, saying something else. So I'm not sure if Leo's gonna be on the same page again. I don't know. Uh, this okay. I know Tyler was like legitimately shook to hell. This one is the only one I think is just trash. Like, Mm -hmm. absolute garbage. I actually agree with you. Mm -hmm. The next one I don't think is good. It's not good, but I I, I don't really like it. But there's there's aspects. Mm -hmm. But my number nine, there's no good aspects, really. Mm -hmm. I just don't like it, is Annabelle. The first Mm -hmm. Annabelle. Part of it is just such disappointment. Because after The Conjuring, like... That Annabelle segment in the Conjuring is so good, it's and yeah, I think it's we brilliant. were hyped like mm-hmm. the whole world was hyped for Annabelle, and then they just give us this slog. Like it's boring as all get out. It's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. They like take any interesting parts of Annabelle and suck them out of the character, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the characters, the human characters, are not good. Just nothing really works in Annabelle for me. It's forgettable. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, they learned and changed a direction for the sequels. But this first one is easily my least favorite in the universe. I think it. I think it had something to do with. This is what I realized watching the Annabelle movies. Um, you, I think to do a doll movie, the doll has to do something. Yeah. And the problem with yeah. Annabelle is that Annabelle is not Chucky. She can't move. So she can move, but I think that'll be too uncanny 
now imagine that like things being too uncanny in the conjuring universe people getting people getting thrown around rooms but i think if they literally had annabelle with the with the knife walking places it just they just she's not chucky so chucky is a little is a little bit more versatile in what you can do and if you have like dead silence the conduit of those puppets was the you know mrs shaw or whatever you know it was it was right it was the lady that was the conduit of like the creepiness of those movies but it comes with annabelle it's just you can't really do anything i remember being so disappointed watching that first trailer because all they had her do was just drop places like, this is not scary. It's that's, like she's falling places. That's, like, the only, that's, the, that's the only way they could get a scare that actually had Annabelle in it. Right. So then, of course, in the in the sequels, they get a little bit more creative. And, of course, in the sequels, what they do is they, they start having conduits of Annabelle as far as, like, the, the, the demon thing. And then, like, you know, they have a lot of body horror and creation and stuff like that. And people being possessed i think that's that was like the way you go with annabelle because it's such a hard thing to do in a full live action movie whereas like you said larry the conjuring one that first that opening is one of my favorite horror openings is like the opening shot being annabelle's eyes um some reason i saw in comes home they made her eyes blue i don't know why they did that but um yeah i just i really love that opening to the conjuring so seeing this movie was just it was just awful just well, they my, obviously talk about it and it's just like a weird thing i don't know if they're trying to stay true to like the lauren's the warren's mm-hmm. lore from real life or something but i don't know just let the doll be possessed they're like no it's a you know inhuman spirits demons yeah, can't yeah. possess objects that can only uh, uh, possess humans mm-hmm. but then that literally makes annabelle like she can't do anything like they can't they don't they're not even really able to move her like they don't do much (laughs) with her so at all yeah it's 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 so fascinating how this series originally was like based on a true story (laughs) and then they kind of just did their own thing for the most part with the annabelle you know origin and then they created the nun character and now there's all these other spinoffs it's, it's, it's fascinating to me how it originally was supposed to be like based on true stories the warrens went on and now we have like an avengers like universe <laughs> listen i don't mind it. anyway um okay so number nine uh leo number nine Oh man, uh, I feel like if I don't share that same sentiment, I might get daggers in the eyes. Um, but uh, listen, guys, these bottom three, I'm just gonna preface by saying the bottom three, I'm not a big fan of any of these three. So, uh, I mean, I could even stretch <laughs> it out and say maybe even the bottom four, five. But okay, the curse of La Llorona is my least favorite. Um, wow. boring. Damn. very very boring in my opinion i didn't really like the investigative angle i also didn't mm-hmm. like the ending i thought the ending was very uninteresting i didn't like that she randomly just grabbed that cross and that was like it that we barely saw anything else from la Llorona. <laughs> and i thought her origins were pretty boring i also thought that i don't know that patricia character really she's just gonna show up stick up the family like that i don't know man i didn't <laughs> like that either uh, Linda Cardellini, I love you, but Larry, we were talking about it uh, before this stream. Why have the Latino family in the beginning, and that's her background, like Yorona, and then you have a white lady as the lead character was kind of weird. Um, and then you got you got 
Tuco from Breaking Bad playing the priest. And I'm just like, I don't know, man. I feel like he about to stick one of them up. I don't know, man. Tuco crazy, bro. You see Breaking Bad, you know, Tuco crazy. But yeah, this is one of the, I, I think when I think of like the ones that I really, really don't like, bottom of the barrel here for this one, uh, this one for me. It's boring. Um, all right, uh, Tyler, you're number nine. Uh, yeah, I'm a little surprised as well because I mean, I'm not saying La Llorona is like top tier, but I, I didn't think it would be like last place for somebody. But, um, my last place is Annabelle, the first Annabelle. We already talked about it a little bit. Um, just a yeah, overall disappointing entry just because there was so much hype after her initial, you know, her initial appearance in the first Conjuring, and it was weird because like it's. It's made by, it's directed by the the cinematographer of those, you know, it's like James Wan's like cinematographer for a lot of his movies, including the first Conjuring. I mean, he's not, he doesn't have a great track record as a director, but I figured like we, you know, it'd be something here just because there was so much goodwill and intrigue around the character. And then it just ended up being this generic, bland jump scare fest where, Annabelle's like we were saying dropping everywhere jump scares are horrible and I mean it would be one thing if the story was at least a little bit interesting had some sort of exciting character work but I thought pretty much almost every character was bad whether it be just the characters themselves being uninteresting or just the acting all around being wooden I mean just as wooden probably as Annabelle as a character like it was just bad all around I am just very disappointed it was one it's funny though looking back in retrospect because that movie was so bad and then I was like oh they're gonna make another Annabelle and it's gonna be set even further back and I was like I was not excited at that time Uh oh Uh uh-oh hey Tyler you good you went out for a little bit you straight Oh hey! Uh oh, Tyler, you there? Uh oh, <clears throat> what the? Hey, you there, Tyler? Yeah, I randomly yeah, got disconnected yeah. for no yeah, reason. You went out for a little bit. Okay, go go ahead, just continue. Yeah, I mean the movie itself is just was so disappointing, just because I I mean mm-hmm. I like the character is so creepy, but there's not you just can't do so you just can't do that much with a doll that doesn't do anything. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I I agree. That's that's probably why um, Annabelle is my number nine. I just so I wasn't even disappointed by the I like the movie came out and I just before it came out I had already knew that I wasn't gonna like it because I was just disappointed with the trailer. The trailer I remember watching it on a bus to work. The trailer just did nothing for me when it came out the first time, and I was really surprised because I loved the opening to you know um the conjuring one and annabelle was such a strong aspect of that movie so i was really surprised about how disappointing it actually was it's just yeah i i think they the good thing is that they didn't just keep doing this with annabelle like her her movies did get better and i think it's because after this one is when they realized well we need like to do something (laughs) else and just have her just you know appear places you know and it's just like yeah you gotta do you gotta do a little bit more when it comes to that character yeah so, like the yeah. the other films the i mean i mean creation's a prequel and then and comes home is a sequel so it gets kind of confusing talking about them in that sense but, but i think both of them do, do a much better job as far as spreading out the scares to have a little bit more variety by having 
other characters create scares other than just Annabelle. Right, exactly. So, um, all right, number eight, our number eight for uh, the Conjuring universe. Let's go back to Larry in your number eight. All right, so for number eight, again, this is a big step up for me from Annabelle already, um, but then it's also kind of a big step from this one to my number seven, so kind of on its own little bleh island, I have The Curse of La Llorona. Uh, being Latino myself, obviously I grew up hearing about La Llorona. I know her tale. I know, you know, the wailing mother, the crying mom, um... And it's usually like this tale to get you to take your ass into the, into the house. Um, <laughs> so you all get snatched up. Um, but so I was really excited for this film. And I think it does get some things really cool. Like I love La Llorona's design. I love her look. Well, I have um, the Funko right here. Let's get it. I mean, she looks really cool. <laughs> I, forgot and... she, I forgot she had a Funko Puff. Yes, sir. I mean, that is wild. <laughs> what in the world? Yes, um, sir. And I think it does some good things with the scares, even like it, it. There's a few creepy moments in here that really worked for me, like in the hallways of that, like um, not asylum, but the like building. I think work cool. The big problem is, is that it just one the investigative part of it like bogs it down. <laughs> Yeah, like Ooh, it really so bogs boring. down what could have been if they had just focused more on just the La Llorona aspect of the film. I think it would have been much more successful. And then two, setting it in the United States to begin with was kind of weird. like what I don't know if you're gonna and and they got Chavez, they got a Latino to direct it. Why are we not like putting it in Mexico? Like even that, and then we have a white woman in the lead. We don't focus on this little family, so. For a film that starts like it seems like it should be culturally relevant, they suck all culture like out of the film. It just has like real no real remnants of the La Llorona's origins as a tale, which feels <laughs> weird. Um, and then of course we talked about does it count? Does it not count? It has those tie-ins, but it's definitely the most offset from the universe. If you were to just watch this, you wouldn't feel like, oh, this is part of something bigger. And I feel like literally, I mean, I guess the nun, maybe you could maybe do that, but I feel like this is literally the only one that you feel like, oh yeah, this is just like, you could watch it on its own and not have an inkling it's involved in a bigger universe. All right. Number eight, let's go to Tyler. Let's go to you for number eight. Yeah, well, my number eight actually, unfortunately, I guess you could say, is the first Nun film. Because that's another thing. Like, such a great character in The Conjuring 2. Loved the character's introduction. Thought they were really creepy in that film. So I was hyped to get a whole solo film dedicated to the character. And there are aspects of The Nun, the first film, that I do think are well executed. I think it does a great job building atmosphere because, I mean, it's just such a different spot that we're used to in a lot of these other Conjuring movies that are set in even... Well, even though technically it's set in the 50s, they're set. It, it's set in, like, this old place in Romania that feels older, like, much older. So I, I think that's... It gives it a little variety compared to some of the other 
settings that we're used to in the universe where it's usually just like in a house somewhere. Um, but the overall movie I just found to be underwhelming because the story I thought was very lackluster. Sister Irene, I think was somewhat decent in the first film, but there's just the it just feels like a very aimless story. And then it just feels like underwhelming. I guess you could also say in the usage of the titular character, I feel like the nun as a character wasn't utilized to her full abilities in this movie because she's also like barely even in it it's it's just another one of those like jump scare fests where you can see the scares coming from a mile away but whenever the nun is actually on screen i do think the movie is pretty solid it's just there's not enough nun in this movie to really get me hyped for it compared to the sequel that we'll eventually talk about later on uh yeah, see, I'm surprised by some of these number eights, but okay, let's get it. Um, Leo, you're number eight. <laughs> All right, uh, Tyler, we agree, man. We agree uh, here. What is Leo the doing? Nun. Out here, like, Who invited Leo in? <laughs> <laughs> Who invited him in the door? Listen, I'm gonna be real with y'all. I got the hot takes tonight. Um, the, the first nun for a lot of what Tyler said, man. Valak barely pops up, and like you were saying, she really at the end of The Conjuring 2, just has such this cool presence. She really changed that movie and just gave us that cool surprise at the end of that second Conjuring. So the scenes with Valak and the second one were executed so well. And then you get to this and there's this great buildup. It's chilling. It's creepy. But then Valak barely appears. (laughs) And I'm bored. I'm getting through and I'm like, all right, we're following this bishop i suppose who's who's he's wandering around i don't know i i just was not that interested i'll i'll be honest sister irene was probably the best character but the rest of them like frenchie i think his name is eh, oh, that's i, I not didn't too really much care much. i know seriously what not too much doing, I'm I'm frenchie. i liked him in the second one more uh more in the first one whatever <laughs> But then, I mean, the, the the ending of the nun was was pretty good, so that's why I've got it <laughs> quite a bit. Like Larry, I've got a quite a bit step up from the Curse of Lyra. I, I think um, it's so hilarious how each nun film ends because <laughs> I I have always found that so humorous because they have to keep banishing this character to hell and they continuously come back, but <laughs> continuously, this lady will not go away. And it's, of course. it's 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 because they they it's because of the way the timeline is. The timeline like, is a is a bit of a mess. Yeah, okay. Because the fifth because it's set it's set in the fifties and you and the Conjuring two is set in the seventies. So there's like this twenty year window where you can have you have to you you can't have the movie end with Valak winning or you know you can't kill the character. So you're just stuck in this bind of endlessly banishing this character to hell. <laughs> and then they come back and then you've got to yeah. do it again. <laughs> they come back. I'm like, <laughs> on my recent rewatch, I went chronological order and I was just like, this oh, is did you? That's jumbled up. Yeah, it's a jumbled up. Um, it actually makes more sense in the chronological, but what a jumbled up release that had. As I told uh, y'all in my review, you can't keep a bad beast down. Valak will return. It so- is. Valak, yeah, my number eight. Back. Valak is nowhere near my number eight because, of course, I cannot do that to her. <laughs> but Come on. Come on. my number eight is actually quite surprising, and none of oh, you have said hell it. Hell no! Oh, and hell. Larry, Uh-oh. just let me. I'm sorry, Stop Larry. I'm sorry. Leo, it's time to clown no. Wayne. What? Oh no, man, 
My number eight, Larry. I'm sorry. Who who wait? Who muted Larry? Who muted Larry? So it wasn't me. I promise. I muted listen. myself. Okay, I thought you, I thought somebody muted you. Um, <laughs> listen. Uh, my number eight is uh the Conjuring three. Uh, yeah. I just Ooh. I damn. I really I really do not like it at all. And um, the first time I saw it, I was like a little hard on it because I had vertigo that day. And I just wasn't having a good time and nothing was making me happy. So, okay. So then recently I've been like in a whole conjuring binge mode and I'm watching all the movies and I told Larry, you know, I'm going to give conjuring three another shot. Maybe it was me. And uh, it wasn't dude. This is so fucking boring. This movie is so boring. And I don't even know how you can have Ed and Lorraine Ed has a heart condition. He's moving around all slow. Um, Lorraine is fighting some other witch who's like, I don't even know who this person is. There's a, there's some figurine that's like a plot device in the movie. And it's um, it's boring me to tears. The scares are just terrible. And uh, yeah, the only thing I like, I like about this movie is the opening. It's a little kid doing gymnastics on the table. That was, that was dope. Everything else in the movie is just... I can't do it, dude. The white eyes. It's like, oh, man. And I think this is the ugliest movie in the universe. Uh, it's the same guy who directed like a movie that's going to be really high on my list that I just saw in The Nun 2. So I don't know what tint he was putting on this movie, but it's so gross. It looks like a movie made for Max or something. It just, I hate this movie. I don't like it. I just don't like it. Lorraine has scarlet witch powers and she's chasing people in the woods in her dreams. And it's just, I, I, I hate this yeah. movie. They, I they really went, hate they it. It took the I powers really too it. far. They took it too Avengers. far. <laughs> she's I, an yeah, Avenger I, now. I tried. I tried to rewatch it, Larry. I did. Uh, I kept pausing it because I was bored. I was bored to tears watching this. And, uh, I actually fast forwarded the ending today too because I I, just, I, I, was like, I can't do this, man. I just couldn't do it. I hate it. I hate all of it. The Conjuring Three, my number eight. So there's that. Sorry, Larry. I'm so sorry. Damn. <laughs> See, Leo, he's got the hottest take so far. Yeah, that's a hot one. All right. Yeah. Listen, because I do this all the time when we do rankings, and I realize how how long we will go if we do it the way we've been doing it. So with that being said, let's kick it how we do it for the end of the year rankings. Let's just start start bundling these these numbers. So it looks like we have seven to one left. So what I'll do is I will have us say our seven to four right now, and then we'll end the show with our three to one. So seven to four, quick reasons as to why, and then we'll wait, talk about no, it. Wait. You should do like seven, six, five, four, three, two, and then everybody do their one. Okay, yeah. All right, there you go. There you go. See, that's why Larry has is, is the brains of this operation. Anyway, <laughs> good job, um, Larry. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a good call. Yeah, seven, six, five. Let's do that, and then we're all doing number ones. We'll do it like that. All right. So I'll go back to you, Larry. Then you're seven <laughs> through five. Seven, six, and five. Okay, so I mean, Tyler kind of clowned me on this, and I'm a, oh, I'm a disappointing Dwayne just a little bit. Don't do this because. Listen, I'd be hyping Valak the fuck up, and I'd be hyping <laughs> the you nun got her, up. Seven. 
When Larry showed me this list, I was fuming. <laughs> he he, he talked about Valak all this, wow. and he got her all the way but down look, there. I mostly have to just defend Valak because folks be pretending like the nun is horrible, and it's not. So I got to defend her, but also... I mean, it's not great. So, uh, at number seven, I have <laughs> the nun. <laughs> great. At number six, I have the nun too. And at number five, I have Annabelle comes mm. home. So, basically, with the first nun at seven and the nun two at six, the nun I thought was just fun. Like mm. it, it just turned into this fun over-the-top movie that's when these movies for me truly started becoming like blockbuster horror movies was with mm-hmm. the nun with just how big and a little bit outlandish they got <laughs> like it's a superhero battle at the end of the conjuring movies and the nun is the, the like epitome of that with the like final battle with valak but like the others have said my biggest problem is just particularly in those first two acts she's just not there enough um i agree like i just wanted more of her so that was my biggest disappointment in the first nun the second nun the nun two i think is a huge step up over the first one though and i have a lot of fun with it though uh, i think it's a hot take apparently i like the uh the battle in the nun two more than i like the battle in the first nun um I was just, I was shook by that damn spitting of Jesus's blood. (laughs) (laughs) That That was dope in the first one. That was crazy. Left field. Let Larry cook. Let Larry cook. The second battle. The wine. Look, you got to go with the symbolism of the wine, Tyler. You got to understand the wine, Tyler. All I I know is I was sitting in that theater, confused by this kaiju-sized nun. Getting doused in wine from all directions. When she got them (laughs) eyes and started floating, I lived. And then she snatched old Storm Reads up, like by that chain, (laughs) and was molly whopping her ass, dog walking her, literally with the chain. I was, I was all about it. Uh, And I also really liked Frenchie in the second one. I thought he was great. I actually loved that his character was like this nice, which really kind wonderful man but possessed and also evil and treacherous (laughs) and it's just Uh, gonna keep being that way too but again you know that we we get a little bit cray cray with the nun too as well (laughs) and i kind of like valak when she doesn't open her mouth and give us like Pennywise vibes, like I like her a little bit better when she's slightly contained. Yeah, I'm with that. Mean, just like vicious. Uh, I'm glad not, that in yeah. the Nun too, they actually had her do the some of the killing. I was like, great. That, see, that's what I liked. Is she was a lot more proactive in the Nun yes. too in general. Uh, and then that the final battle, she was on it. Like, oh, girl was out oh. for blood. Uh, so oh. <laughs> she threw Frenchie to the oh, side and man. took. Over. She, um, she, like, she was she was doing that Undertaker choke after yes. that magazine. Wait until I get to the yes, damn she was. Too. Bloop. 
Don't and then, get to the number two. <laughs> and then at number five, <laughs> honestly, we split them up, but my number five and my number four are very close. Uh, mm-hmm. I almost swapped them, actually. Oh. But at five, I had Annabelle Comes Home. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, I think Annabelle Comes Home is, again, it came after the first nun. So like mm-hmm. I said, it's kind of a superhero movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a blockbuster conjuring movie. They mm-hmm. just throw everything at the wall and Annabelle Comes too. We obviously are dealing with the Warren's little, like, possessed room, their demon mm-hmm. room. I love it. Uh, everything is unleashed. So Old girl, cool. though, is just so stupid. Like, I know she was grieving for her dad or whatever, but I was like, (laughs) ma'am. But my little, my boo thing, Michael Samino was running around here. I don't know why we had to call him. Bob's got the balls, baby. I did not not remember Annabelle comes home too much. So I turned it on. I turned it on yesterday and I saw him. I said, this is why Larry. Are you you kidding me? That's why it's on Larry's top. But he's over here singing to him out the window. I was like, boy, if you don't stop listening to some weird ass pizza boy about Riz, I'm going to slap your ass. They were were fighting werewolves. But it was too much. That's the thing. That's the thing that ultimately pulled Annabelle Comes Home under The Conjuring. It can't be enough to just be above the Nun 2, but just barely. I almost put the Nun 2 above it, actually. But um, it, uh, the, the werewolf particularly did take me out. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell is this werewolf doing right? around here? We got old boy hiding Weird, in chicken man. coops from a werewolf. Yeah. Like, if we had it just was, kept it to... <laughs> it was a lot to take in. And, and we should have kept it to right. three. We just needed three. One that was just following him. One that was following the two, like, two of the girls. And the one following it, the one stuck in the room. Like, we just mm-hmm. needed... Or she could have gotten all of them attacking her because she was in the room. But then we have Annabelle again. She's just, like, chilling in old girl's room in the corner all caught like <laughs> knocked over to the side i'm like oh okay annabelle but yeah we should have kept it to the bride actually what i thought was really cool what's the name of that like ancient japanese warrior that like, was scary that's a scary concept like he was kind of terrifying and they don't you know they don't give enough to shine to him i'm like oh give, that's what i want to see give that guy <laughs> a movie take out the werewolf right? and put him in damn it we don't need no damn werewolf running around out here but all right yeah annabelle comes home number five <laughs> okay um okay let's get into uh tyler you're number seven to five all right, so seven to five. Uh, seven, I do have The Curse of La Llorona. I just think it's a very average horror movie. I, th- it, I mean, whether it counts to the universe or not, I think it just, it's it's okay. Michael Chavez does a great job as far as creating atmosphere in all of his movies, even with The yeah. Conjuring 3. I do think that is something that is a strong suit of his and we've seen that i think hone in a little bit better as he's gotten more experience in the universe and i think the best of that the best example of that is in the nun too but the the la llorona stuff i think could have been done a little bit better i think it would have been also a much better suited to have it with a hispanic cast or even even well i don't mean setting a whole movie in mexico would have been nice other than just that one little opening you know establishing of the character uh, but I mean, who knows what the future of the character holds if they're trying to not really like own the character to begin with. So it kind of might be a moot point on wanting to see the future of this character. Uh, but yeah, it's just an okay movie. I don't like hate it, but I don't enjoy it too much either. Uh, number six, uh, 
I will go with the third Conjuring. I think it's slightly oh, finally. God. I think it's I think it's sl- I mean, it's so hard because the first two Conjuring movies are on such a high pedestal compared to not just a lot of movies in general in the genre that have come out since, but also in this universe. So, it's really hard to top what James Wan did in those movies and I think Michael Chavez tried and just didn't execute as good as he could have possibly done. There's some okay moments in there, but it's really more of a investigative thriller compared to these more like paranormal movies. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's not of the three conjuring movies. It's my least favorite, which is not like a huge hot take or anything. When you can <laughs> consider how good the first two conjurings are with James Wan. And number five is Annabelle comes home. I, I've, I guess you could say I'm a defender, although I don't really think think it's a movie that needs defending just because Annabelle comes home. is just like a haunted, it's like a haunted house ride, but as a movie, (laughs) it's literally like night at the museum, (laughs) but with a bunch of horror characters, as opposed to all of these other characters that are in the night at the museum. I mean, you got Annabelle, you got like random characters we've seen in that, that, that uh that room before with mm-hmm. the samurai the samurai outfit and um the, you got these fair, ferrymen the bride the monkey yeah mm-hmm. the monkey it's literally just a that TV. Score. nobody's mentioned the tv the tv was <laughs> yeah, fucking crazy, TV was crazy the, the, man. yeah that that yeah i don't know how they're gonna make a movie about the a t an evil tv <laughs> but maybe they'll do hey, it one day throw it in there <laughs> but yeah i mean that movie is so ridiculously campy it's it's not meant to be taken seriously, but it still manages to evoke some level of fun, roller coastery humor and horror in just this one setting, which is the Warren's household. I mean, just as a concept on paper, it sounds hilarious to have everybody stuck inside the Warren's home and everything in the Warren's home is just unleashed. You know, <laughs> so I. I mean, it's it's a shame, I guess, because it's supposed to be like Annabelle's movie, but it's really like everybody else is much more interesting than Annabelle. But I, I, I have a lot of fun with it. It's not a great movie, but I, I have a blast with it. Um. All right. And Leo, lastly, well, before me, you're seven to five. All right. So seven, I finally got to Annabelle. Guys, I mean, it's boring. The characters what? are not likable. <laughs> but you know what? what? That first Annabelle. I, okay, so here's why I got Annabelle at seven. Lord. Man, I don't like evil doll movies, man. I just, I can't with the dolls, bro. Chucky, Annabelle. Oh, they scare the hell out of me, man. So even just the doll sitting there, yes, just the doll being there. <laughs> Yeah, it, it gave me a little bit of yeah. It gave me some shocks. I just, just sitting there, I don't, I don't like that man. I don't like when in the in, in uh, creation when she like opens the closet, and it's just like sitting there all eerily. I'm like, dude, see, I just I can't with that Annabelle. Doll. I want one. But yeah, they I, got some at Spirit Halloween, no, man. And I want I, one. I, all sure. yours, man. You do you, bro. I am Ooh, not gonna be going anywhere near that. I'm gonna be moving her around. I'll stop <laughs> in daily oh, and put Annabelle in new places at Leo's house, baby. Wow. Oh. oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, but then at six, I've got the nun too. Mm-hmm. Which okay, I'll give you guys. There's some. There's a couple things that are that are better. I do like that Valak was used more. I do like Frenchie. I like the boarding school storyline. I think that's pretty cool. Um, it actually gets bogged down, in my opinion, by the other story that's going on, which I want to be here seated for Sister Irene, but 
that story is not as interesting as like what's going on with Valak and the boarding school. It's just not that interesting to me. I, I wish they sped that up, maybe got them there a little bit quicker. But I just didn't like it as much. And I, I don't know. I thought the wine stuff was a little silly. I thought that <laughs> Valak should have been. Valak was like unstoppable looking. And then she gets defeated by the, a, a little splash of wine. I don't know, man. I thought that was clownery. It was, it was, it was a little bit more than a splash. But I, I agree. It was still ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> it was a ridiculous. You know what? Some wine, a little barrel of wine. You know what would have helped Sister Irene if she would have ditched old Storm Reed head ass. Okay, back let me let me let me talk about back. that. Let me talk about that. So I like Storm Reed a lot. This was a waste. They shouldn't <laughs> have even had this character in the movie if they were gonna have her not, not do a single thing. She does literally nothing. <laughs> not <laughs> nothing. If you take her out, if you take her out of the movie, okay, I guess Sister Irene is left outside on the concrete overnight. Somebody else will find her. <laughs> I, I just I was like, man, this I don't know. But anyway, none to uh I got that right above Annabelle at six, and then at five. Finally, we have arrived to this one. Uh Conjuring Three. Oh. I just think easily the worst of the franchise. I mean, of the Conjuring Three. Mm-hmm. And I just I don't know. It's not even that memorable, but I just didn't really like the Arnie character. I don't like this case that much. I don't like the I don't like the Lorraine superpower stuff. <laughs> I think that that's just they all went over the top. Like I, I understand her, you know, understanding spirits and stuff. That's cool. But we went over the top here with her being in the mm-hmm. forest and doing all that stuff. I, I just I don't know. I was they, not in the Conjuring Three. Yeah, they double down on that that crazy stuff now with the stuff in the Nun too. You know, that's like the, the eyes are passed down from the generations. Man, I was out here like, is she going to awaken the Sharing gun or what? Like, I, she out here <laughs> open the eyes. Burst, I'm like, what? Bursted, bursting into flames and being okay. She's like, you have my eyes. I was like, what What eyes, man? Not Sister Irene and her Daenerys Targaryen era. Come on, girl. Oh, man, y'all, she I'm, got the I'm eyes, trying, man. I'm She's trying fi- to hold my thoughts until I get to the number two. <laughs> She's I'm fireproof. Because I'm geeked up. All right. Uh, listen, my seven to five. Number seven. I have La Llorona as num- at number seven. I don't think it's, like, great, but I don't think it's, like, terrible or even bad. I prefer the scares in La Llorona than The Conjuring 3. Nothing in The Conjuring 3 just does anything for me as far as the little w- wicked witch lady. I don't know who she was, but she was very annoying. Um, the Lionona, though, that like that crying shit, that shit was a little spooky in the theaters <laughs> when that little kid goes into the alleyway and then she turns her head all and it's all cracking and shit. What? And then she's like, me? I was like, oh shit. And that shit's crazy. The, um, the underwater thing with the girl in the bathtub, that was dope. The car scene all that stuff was dope the hallway in the beginning dope and then the conjuring three is nothing they got nothing so light on does fall short with the characters of course and um yeah i just think i i do i do think it's okay i don't think it's like terrible or anything number six i gotta be realistic i love me some valak but i do got the nun i understand its criticisms as far as like it is a little bit slow again like some of these movies you can be really high in my ranking if you start off really strong and the nun i think starts off really strong as far as the opening goes uh and then you just don't see the star 
for a long time, which is actually one of the reasons why the Nun 2 is so much better, in my opinion, because they finally made Valak the star again. Whereas in this one, she's just not there for like at least an hour. And it's really annoying. So the Nun is my number six. Number five, I rewatched it last night and I had a lot of fun again. I do have Annabelle comes home. I think it's so much fun. (laughs) I think these, I think what happened for so long with these movies is that the first conjuring was so good. And I feel like to do right by James Wan, they wanted to make these movies a little bit more serious, but this, it was like, all right, (laughs) let's just have a good time. And you got the bride, you got a monkey, you got a werewolf, you got people with coins in their eyes, and you got a wicked haunted TV. I mean, what more can you want? You got Love, Victor. I mean, I don't know what else you want. What else? <laughs> yeah, I love Victor. I just don't know what else you want. I have a lot of fun with Annabelle Comes Home. Um, yeah, there wasn't. there's not a lot of Annabelle. But I, I still have a lot of fun with it. And uh, you need characters in horror movies like Homegirl, who's opening up everything, touching everything. <laughs> Literally, she's like, they're like in the movie. Like, I have it on the, and like, and Dana's like watching from like afar. She's like, why is she touching everything? I'm like, well, she <laughs> that's just, what she does. <laughs> that's what she has to do. And they say it. She's like, what did you touch? And she's like, everything. And I'm like, oh, this is great. I, um, so, yeah, I love it. I always I always found it so random that McKenna Grace plays their daughter in this and then they just didn't with cast that, with her. That, with that with with that fuck ass Bob. Yeah. <laughs> I just always thought, Ooh, always thought it was so random because they recast Judy yeah. in this and then they brought back the original actress for the third conjuring. And it's just like why did, like what the hell? Like bring back, <laughs> right, Mc, like, bring back McKenna Grace. <laughs> Little was it supposed cut. to be like to to make her because she's younger? Maybe that was why or something. That's why I but... think so. I mean, they were backing up in in the timeline. Mm-hmm. Maybe I guess, <laughs> but like, I mean, they're like around the same age. The actresses. I do. I do think I. You know, I. It was. Yeah. It is kind of cool to see uh, the Warrens because this was like when they were also going full force on this universe thing because everything was connected in this movie, and I think. Did they show the hallway? Was it this movie where they show the hallway and it's and it's from The Conjuring 2? And you see Valak there or something like that. But anyway, I think um, there was... Yeah, it was like when you kind of got the connectivity of La Llorona here too from like afar. I, I worry for people who, who didn't see La Llorona and was like, why are they holding on this lady in the street for so long and stuff when I watched it the other day? But uh, yeah, I have a good time with Annabelle Comes Home. All right, we are in our top movies, so let's get it number four to two. Let's go to you, Larry, first. You have four, three, and two. All right, I have a feeling, unless Leo pulls out some F-ish, I'm not sure. I have a feeling we're all going to have the same top three, so it's going to be number four. No, we're not. Go ahead. Hold on now. Hold on. It's not Leo, it's Dwayne. Okay, um... (laughs) Okay, well then, never mind. Let me retract. I thought our number fours were going to be the ones that bounced all over the place, but I was wrong. Um, so for me no. at number four, you ready, Dwayne? And number four, I, I got this. Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It. Okay, number, number four. four. What? Dang, man. Okay, it's at five. I can't clown. Um, 
No, uh, so- like everyone said, it is obviously quite the step down from the first two Conjuring films. Um, mostly because they're just, I don't know, the first two Conjuring movies are just so good at being scary. Um, mm-hmm. And The Conjuring 3 is not as good at being scary. So that's like my main difference. Uh, otherwise, I like Lorraine's powers. <laughs> I'm down <laughs> with Lorraine, the superhero. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm all about it. In The Conjuring 4, I know she's going to be going into another plane of existence. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for all of it. Um, it, I, I actually, I didn't mind the investigation either. I liked the family and like this group of people that were helping. Uh, so I think that, that that helped me in this movie. Now the witch part, that woman, uh, she's like the weakest part for me. So once again, these Conjuring movies so often for me, a big problem is they're so good at the buildup that mm-hmm. this is like a franchise that really struggles with the like reveal. So like when it comes to Valak, we're, we're building her up the whole movie because she's not there. And then when they do the reveal, it's kind of like, oh, look at her. She looks like it, like Pennywise. Like what's going on? I don't know. Like they just do weird stuff. And even in The Conjuring 2, they have her like throwing people in the air or the the Nun 2, they have her like throwing people in the air and catching them on fire and it looks crazy. And I'm like, oh, this looks a little <laughs> bit wonky. And that's kind of what happens. Don't it? Oh. (laughs) The Conjuring 3 does that. It's like we're building up and then we get down into this basement. I don't know, this like lair underneath the like cracks and the bricks. And you're kind of like, what in the hell? Like, okay, ma'am, what is really going on with you down here? But I liked liked the build up to it. I liked the investigation. So I'm sorry. And plus, uh, Vera and Patrick killed it as per always. They were both fantastic. So I did I dig me the conjuring three. <laughs> um, but in saying that again, six, five, four are really close for me. So it, it could have landed in a few spots. But at number three, I have Annabelle Creation. Thank God for Annabelle creation after that first Annabelle film. I think we were all done. We were like ready to write things off. And then this movie came out and it was amazing. Like these Mm -hmm. top three movies in the Conjuring universe are legit. Some of the best horror movies of -hmm. the decade of like the past 20 plus years at least. And Annabelle creation is just fantastic. It's a great possession movie. Once again, the characters are all really strong. This like coven <laughs> this like weird little ranch <laughs> uh, <laughs> setting works really well it's the best that annabelle herself has been utilized but as you said it's like the best of using the lore you had to create around her to bring other things in to actually bring the scares it has actual scares throughout and this was i think the last movie before the nun broke open the blockbuster era and it was a good way to send it off it doesn't go too over the top for me in that final act it's like regular possession movie over the top um it's fantastic and it's beautiful it actually has some of the best cinematography in the entire universe i'd say i love animal mm-hmm. creation i think it's amazing yeah sandberg get away from shazam get your ass back I'm in the back. he's free now i'm back, yes. I'm back. You, did this movie. you gave us this amazingness yeah mm-hmm. lights out you gave us some great horror and we want you back in our genre baby come back <laughs> okay um, thanks. thanks but then number two i have the conjuring two 
-hmm. it's amazing. Uh, As I said, with (laughs) the Annabelle creation, again, it's still kind of trying to stick to the real-life Warren case, because it is based off of an actual case, before it goes into the Valak madness of it all by the end. But for me, it really works in this movie. Like, this does kind of have a big confrontation, obviously, between Lorraine and Valak specifically at the end of the movie. Mm. But it's not, like, so far gone. Like, it's not it's not superhero blockbuster levels. Um, it gives us the hint of what's to come, but not quite there. Uh, but Valak's entrance as a painting in that movie is like terrifying. That sequence is <laughs> oh, like man. it's uh, it's obvious why she became like an instant horror icon because that sequence mm-hmm. with Valak in the actual painting before she like manifests is amazing. The whole Crooked Man sequence is also amazing in this film. The, it builds up scare so well. I mean, it's it's James Wan. He's obviously a goat at this and he delivered again coming off of one of the best horror films an original horror film in forever to follow it up with a movie that was almost just as good was quite the feat so yeah conjuring two at number two all right let's go to you leo you're number four to two so number four to two, uh, I've got more Annabelle's in the top four, I think, than everybody here. But I've got Annabelle Comes Home yep, yep. at number four. Had a really good time with that one. Uh, <laughs> I, I love these Avenger-like moments between all these different icons. Like, you got the samurai, the TV, Annabelle herself. You got so many. I, I really, I honestly want to see something with the samurai. And I, I guess this isn't, like, the bride isn't La Llorona, right? Like, that bride that we see is not La Llorona. Yeah, they're different people. No, it's not, it's, different, it's, it's not Lyotona. Yeah, I, I want kind of want that bride to have a they movie or something. To. I don't know. I want it too. It's supposed okay. Yeah, so the story of the bride, sequence. the story of the bride is that this it's the it's the outfit. That's why in the movie they have the outfit on the thing because it's not like whoever's in it. It's it's the outfit that's cursed. And Larry would love this. It's like before before the wedding, the bride, whoever's in the outfit kills the groom and that's the story of the bride icon. oh wow I want, icon. I want it i want that i want it can we please get that movie man like yeah. i would be down for well that. i remember larry and i saw that one a24 movie that had that killer dress yes that's what i'm saying so <laughs> yes. go ahead leo and, uh <laughs> all right in, um, fa- in fabric baby <laughs> number three we are going with annabelle creation i mean this is actually genuinely terrifying to me and i actually Mm -hmm. battled this spot between this and conjuring two um the best i I would almost say some of the best scares in the franchise maybe one one of the some of the best scare i could maybe even call it the best scares for me i mean Mm -hmm. i the dolls are are really creepy to me um (laughs) but also just the possession and doing more with the annabelle doll i thought was very effective here that actually added some creepy possession and demons and it, it just got a lot more creepy in this one i liked it i, I thought finally we get the dolls not just sitting there and falling over <laughs> we finally get some good yes. cinematography here where i love that shot where she's just like opens the closet and she's there and she like covers uh annabelle and i'm just like all right man i i would have to cover that thing douse it in gasoline and torch it light it on fire because that annabelle would not be sitting in my house okay <laughs> but anyway that's my number three, Conjuring 2. Man, 
okay, so it's been disappointing for me for how low I have the Nun movies after seeing this film because mm-hmm. I was so interested in the Vala character. And I just wish the movies were, I don't know, a little more up to par with what we got in Conjuring 2 because like Larry was saying with the painting scene, it was just so crazy. Like it was something just like so creative and so just creepy and chilling when she like grabs the painting and like manifests into reality. It's just, it's a crazy like scene altogether, but just the movie, very enjoyable family in this one. Good cast. Um, I love the other scares as well. It's just very, very crazy. I'm glad we all have the same number one, it sounds like, but Number two. I don't know. We'll see when we get two. to Dwayne's list. <laughs> I know. I'm, right. I'm, I'm like, I'm, nervous. Nervous. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Wait, Leo, is that it? Yeah, I had two, oh, okay. Conjuring 2, 3, Annabelle Creation 4, Annabelle Comes Home. Okay, okay. All right, Tyler, let's get yours. Your number four to two. Okay, well, my number four is The Nun 2, which is fascinating because I just, because The Nun, the first film, I mean, I just found overwhelming at large, as we discussed, and I feel like The Nun 2 pretty much gave me what I wanted from that first Nun film, which is like an atmospheric, scary, engaging horror film that also just so happens to have Valak be a character in the movie a little bit more. Because, I mean, she is the star of the movie. You would think the star would get a little bit more shine here. And she does in the sequel. And I think those sequences here are a lot more creative, a lot more scary. I mean, there's still your typical jump scares like there are in pretty much every Conjuring Universe movie. But I think they're well executed compared to some of the other entries that I had a little bit lower. And I do think Sister Irene and Frenchie are much more interesting in this sequel. Storm Reed, I I like Storm read but i i do think that she probably didn't need to be in the movie unfortunately but (laughs) but um (laughs) but more power to her she gets she she got to she got the she got to be there and i'm happy for her but yeah i was i was actually pretty impressed with how much i liked the movie michael chavez i think is pretty much consistently gotten better each time he's directed a movie in this universe uh, I don't know what the future holds for not even just him in this universe, but what the future holds for the nun. She, maybe we'll get a nun three where she's back from hell again, because there's a lot of time in between the nun two and the first conjuring. So they could have her banished and have this whole trilogy of fights between her and sister Irene, I guess. Let's go. <laughs> Cause that's what it Let's seems like they're it. building towards like this, yeah. the third third rematch i guess poor sister irene she just keeps having to fight this demon nun all her entire <laughs> life because <laughs> they because she wants her eyes um but third place i have annabelle creation we i pretty much agree with a lot of what's already been said about annabelle mm-hmm. creation for it being this prequel to a prequel uh, I thought it was actually pretty well done. It's I think it's probably the biggest surprise in a positive way in this universe because nobody really expected anything out of it, and it ended up being a genuinely horrifying movie that actually had some genuinely good twists and turns and scares. David David F. Sandberg is a great horror director, and I hope that he continues to you know go down that avenue in in 
some shape or form in the future because I think he's just well suited for executing these creepy scares and this isolated setting, like we said. I mean, I think the one that got me the most was that that creepy scarecrow thing. There was like that oh. creepy scarecrow in Annabelle creation, and I thought that was so wild looking. <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, I, I think that Annabelle creation. Definitely made me care more about Annabelle as a character because I was definitely losing interest by the time we got to this movie. And then the third Annabelle film just went off the rails, insane campiness that I that I loved, but just in a different way. This movie actually had a lot of good scares in it, and I hope that uh, we maybe we'll get another Annabelle. So <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, and number two is The Conjuring 2. I mean, that seems kind of obvious. I think it's just one of the quintessential modern horror sequels. I feel like this is what kind of cemented the universe as a franchise, just because of not just how great it was and how horrifying it was. It really set the bar for just the modern era and what this genre is capable of doing the nun as a character, like what an introduction, you know, we, these days we don't have too many horror icons and I feel like Mm -hmm. instant, she was an instant horror icon just with the way that she was utilized, which is so wild because she wasn't even originally supposed to be in the movie and they just (laughs) threw her in and she ended up being the most memorable part (laughs) of the entire universe. But I, I, yeah, it's it's a little bit too long, and I think that's like the one thing that I think this this why I have it in second place as opposed to the number one because because there's just so much stuff going on in the Conjuring too, but it, I still think it does most of it so well that I always have a really great time rewatching it. Okay, all right, oh Larry, what guard your loins. <laughs> All right, listen. Okay. My number four is Annabelle Creation. I love oh. this movie. I think it's great. David Sandberg. I mean, this is this is your calling card. I love Shazam 1. Everybody has a bad day in the office, so Shazam 2, you can just go ahead and skip that. <laughs> but oh, no. Annabelle, Annabelle Creation. <laughs> Annabelle Creation was, like, so good. There's a lot of twist and turns in that movie. I thought that Homegirl in the Wheelchair was going to be the lead, and then it went to Lulu Wilson. Remember the renaissance of Lulu Wilson for a couple of years? She and, was um, everything. <laughs> right. So, yeah, Annabelle creation was just, they. that's when they figured it out, and uh, there's a lot of body horror that I like in there. He's really good at that. And, like, I, I just like when demons and shit like they're doing all the cracking and stuff like that as they're building up and i don't know i think all that stuff just looks good so animal creation really 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 good the one thing about animal creation that always got me was just the ending is a little mid for me but everything else i really really like <laughs> is it because it tied into the first annabelle oh <laughs> yeah a little bit i like when they get into that is immediately what i check out because i'm like did this need to be here really and like, uh it was like that realization like oh shit this is I the first believe- movie <laughs> I can't believe the last right. shot is oh, like yeah. the last shot is one of those those geeks like one of them going to the other house and this is how you gotta end it so maybe that's why it's like number At four. The first one. So, all right, listen. That's funny. Listen, listen. <laughs> I have sat. I have waited. I have listened. Embracing myself, and I have kept quiet. My number three is the nun two. Now listen, okay? Listen. 
for wow, a man. second. Just listen to me for one second, okay? They took this movie. First of all, pay Bonnie Aarons. I mean, hello. Let's get her paid, please. He's um, the face of the know? franchise at this point. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? But anyway, listen, okay? This Michael Chavez, I was like, man, why are they just what is going on here? Like, they're just giving everything to him in this universe. Like, I got it. Where's James? Where's everybody? Like, let's, let's look. Where's David? You know? And then here comes, here comes the nun too. And I'm like, dude, give him the bag is all I'm saying after I saw the nun (laughs) too. The nun too, the nun too is, I think what fault, what faults with the first nun is that it is a little bit too serious. It's it's too serious, and I get it. Like, you start off this universe so serious in tone with The Conjuring, and you kind of want to keep that. But if you're going to make a universe, that already sounds fucking insane. If you're going to make a universe, <laughs> let's get weird with it, dude. And I don't mean, like, let's get weird as in The Conjuring 3. That was still a miss not, for me, because they... That because that that still felt like they were trying to be a little bit serious, but this nun too. Oh man, they just completely went. Oh my god, Valak is like a Marvel villain. Valak is just nuts. <laughs> I mean, literally, like, she's a Marvel villain. She is her. lifting people up and she's burning them, and she's crackling. Uh. She's like. She's like uh she's like Vecna from Stranger Things 4. She was hiding oh my in the god. She was hiding she's in the valid. magazines. Oh my god. Oh, that scene <laughs> with the magazines was fucking insane. Oh my god. When when things are going down and people are just burning in the air and I am just at the end of the movie, you got this little girl, she's running to get this item and I'm like, "Oh my god, it's her Mjolnir." And she has to use it against Val Valak to defeat her. And fucking, what is her name? Irene is like holding it like a damn, like Mm. the damn He-Man sword to Valak. (laughs) And I was geeked up with this movie. Like every, the last like 30 minutes, they got this, they got this damn, what was that little creature thing I was running around? They got that thing running around. You got, uh, you got old, old, uh, what's this, what's the oh, kid's name? the goat. That's yeah, right. the goat running around. You got Yo, Frenchie. Key, that goat was actually creepy as hell. Right. You got Frenchie being that a goat, damn, he's Valak's, Valak's little henchman. And listen, I, I was going nuts by the end of this movie and I am really happy with it. I heard all this, ah, the none two test screenings are failing with us. Get out of here, dude. I was having a blast in this Dolby, this Dolby theater. There was nobody wow. in there, sadly. It was a Tuesday, like at one o'clock. I'm with Alex. It's on my birthday. I'm with Alex and I'm with Pat. Pat, the last 30 minutes, Pat is behind popcorn. He's hiding. This is like a six foot one man. He's hiding behind popcorn. Alex, you know, Alex is not really into these movies. He's like, eh, me? Man, I, so if you know know Dolby, (laughs) Dolby has these reclining seats when fucking Valix starts throwing shit, people going in the air and burning. I put my reclining seat all the way to like the, you know, all the way to its front, its regular form. And I am at the edge of my seat, like I am watching the climax of like Avengers: Infinity War or something. I was so 
happy with the nun two. Then they cap it off as one of my greatest post credit scenes. They cap it off and they say, Ed, Lorraine, we need you. And Ed is like, how could we help? Man, I was on cloud nine, <laughs> man. I am into it. I love it. Leo, go ahead and have fun with your little Marvels and fucking Deadpool 3 and all that shit, okay? Yes, uh, coming better than none 3. DC, DC fans, go ahead with your Aquaman and Superman legacy. Give me my ah! none 3 with oh Avengers and the Edge and the Lorraines <laughs> and Irene and the Priest and La Llorona and Annabelle. I want all that shit, dude. So, yeah, none 2. Fantastic. Five stars, five stars. My number two is a five game two. stars. It's not five stars. I gave it like four. I gave it like four. Wait, do I have to be like, actually, no, it's not actually five stars. Not five stars. I'm not that right, crazy. He had to walk that one back. That's anyway, funny. I'm not that crazy. But listen, this is the this is the greatest universe of all time. I don't know what to tell you. I don't it's tell you. What? It's, it's, it's cinema. We got it. We got it. Hold on. Wayne <laughs> said Hold on. Wayne said put the nun two in the criterion collection. <laughs> Do yeah. it. I mean, what are we doing? What the hell oh, are we doing? No. The nun two should have been like three hundred and fifty million worldwide or something. I don't know what's going on. Nah, because uh, it wasn't good. Nah, hold on now. Okay, listen. Uh the conjuring two is my number two. I mean it's great. Yada yada, you heard it all, but listen, I just had to get my I had to get my stuff off about regarding the nun two. The nun two is great. Please go see it. I love it. Don't listen to Leo and whoever. And oh, test screens are bad. I don't give a shit, man. Go watch it. It's awesome. Okay. That's it. Number one. Let's go to you, Larry. Number one. Okay. So now at least we're all the same here. I was a little bit scared with Dwayne. I wasn't too sure um, how far we were going to take the madness. But at number one, I have The Conjuring. Uh, it was one of my, like, legit top... I made a little montage, one of my 25 favorite films of 2010 to 2020 decade. It was on there. It was one of my favorite movies of the entire decade. The acting is just top-tier, like, horror acting in that film. The scares are amazing, whether it was that little clapping game, whether it was Annabelle herself, the actual possessions... The, it, James Wan does such a good job, particularly in this first Conjuring movie, of building up these set pieces, all of these smaller horror set pieces throughout the entire film that keep you just constantly like on the edge of your seat watching. Plus, uh, possession movies are so hard. Um, I mean, after The Exorcist... Any type of exorcism movie has just, uh, there's been very few <laughs> that have worked out very well. So to get another like exorcism movie that becomes a classic like this is already a testament. And I think it's partly due to all the other type of horror he blended in with the possession and having to exorcise this demon out of this child. So uh, the body horror works. The soundtrack is great. The cinematography is beautiful. It's also probably, I would say, technically, I think the best made of any of the films in this universe. It's it's great. It's like near horror perfection for me. Mister Miller. Hello. Hello. Oh shit! My mic was muted. Do I net? No, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Hello. I've been. I'm here. I've been here. I'm in here. 
Okay, uh, Leo, you're number one. Oh, man. I mean, Conjuring. And honestly, just for all that Larry said and more, I think that this has the best cinematography and scares in the franchise easily. It's creepy. It's chilling. Besides my crazy scares for dolls, I do think that Conjuring really does conjure up a very scary movie um and especially for one that's put like you were saying larry possession horrors just kind of can be so hard i'm trying to think it's not i know that the third franchise and or the third movie in the conjuring is devil made me do it but there's some other possession movie that involves devil in the title that was based on an actual story. I can't remember. Oh, it's really like what the devil. There's, there's a bunch. The devil inside. The devil inside is the one. I think I'm about. maybe the devil inside is the Pray one. For the devil. The, it ends with shit. the where it ends with the wreck. Oh, that's the devil inside. Yeah, the devil. And they inside. tell you to, they tell you to go to a website. So... Absolutely. Wretched. Yeah, that one was whack. Wretched. I was like, Terrible. that was such a horrible <laughs> ending. But mm-hmm. I like that they end this off with the mother being possessed. That's like so scary and relatable like nobody wants their mother to be possessed so it was just like a wonderful horror movie like in of all time i mean it's just one of the best of all time so Mm -hmm. easily conjuring number one saw that in theaters still scares me to this day all right and tyler get it yeah obviously i think we're all in agreement that number one is the conjuring the first conjuring james wan continues to be a master of horror i mean what saw insidious the conjuring Mm -hmm. uh i don't know which i prefer out of all of them but i do think the conjuring is probably one of the quintessential best modern horror movies i mean if we're talking like the last decade or so but since it came out just because it does everything so perfectly it is intense it's scary and not even just to, uh, not even just when you're discussing the scares. I mean, one of the biggest elements that I do think helps this universe be built up and why you would even like to watch these movies is Ed and Lorraine Warren. I think Patrick yeah. Wilson and yes. Vera Farmiga are fantastically cast. I mean, Patrick Wilson, Absolutely. Is, he's always been great. I mean, we even see him be great in, in the Insidious films as well. Ironically, you know, James Wan, I guess, really likes Patrick Wilson. Understandably so, between these films and then <laughs> Aquaman and Insidious. Um, but yeah, they're just so likable. Like, the, these these two investigators are so likable, and you get really invested in them and their wacky adventures. And you can't help but enjoy the ride while you know, you're getting the crap scared out of you. And this film, I think, is one of the best as far as executing a lot of intense, horrifying, traumatizing scares. I still remember how scary it was being their opening night in the first few rows and some of those scares were revealed. I think the, the one where um, Bathsheba is on top of that dresser and they zoom in on Bathsheba and then she jumps onto one of the kids. <laughs> that that scene alone is stuck with me ever since. And then some of the scares with Lorraine also are pretty good too. Like that little like box with the swirly thing inside of it. And she kept seeing stuff in the reflection. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's just, overall a fantastic horror film and i mean i never expected going to see it opening night back then that it would be like this big over-the-top franchise but even just watching it on its own i think it's still pretty amazing 
All right, and number one for me, Annabelle, the first one. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, we knew it. We knew it. <laughs> no, of all, the Conjuring is one of my uh, favorite horror movies of all time. It also, too, what a lot of people don't remember is that before the conjuring like horror back in early 2000s like to like the 2010s but i would say that it just had a stink to them and i mean i have fun with a lot of horror movies so i was still you know having a good time but like i mean the 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 roommate the stepfather, you know, this is what we were getting, you know, and well, they the, were well, the just, devil. The devil inside was that in that same yeah, attitude. Yeah, they, devil this, inside, is, this yeah. is what we were getting. And for me, like, I think the Paranormal Activities movies were good, but then they were just steering into the wrong direction uh, <laughs> after like the third one for me. And I was just like, I don't remember when Sinister came. I think Sinister was the same year. Like, I think twenty ten ish. I think, yeah, and Sinister and The Conjuring was like, those two things really, really just turned it around. That trailer for The Conjuring, I was, it was, I was, it was, it was a weird, it was a weird day and age because I think I was just on YouTube and it just came up and uh, I watched it and it didn't look like anything. I didn't know what the movie was about. It just looked like a, it was like, it, it looks happy. The first trailer when it starts, you hear <laughs> music, happy. and then you're like, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, what's this? And then you hear clapping, and she's like, no, okay, the trailer starts with them doing the the clap and stuff, and then they're all happy, happy family. They're like, ah, I got you. And then it's nighttime, and the mom is like alone, and she hears clapping, and she's like, all right, guys, I I, I remember this trailer vividly, and. Then it just gets, oh man, I remember watching the trailer for the first time and I was like, that is a movie, I gotta see it. And I went, um, before I thought the downtown theater in Boston was disgusting, I like, I love this theater (laughs) because it was always the theater, it was like the only, for the longest time, it was the only theater around and uh, it was crowded for The Conjuring, it was crowded and it was a full packed theater and I had to sneak in because I was still too young. Oh, and I, I me and my me and my brother, we snuck in. We asked this lady. We was like, hey, yeah, you know, can you like pretend to be our mom? And she was like, sure. And she walked in, and we walked in, and we like said thanks. And we went to like the top row, and we had a good time. This is before assigned seats, and I loved it. And oddly enough, the theater broke down at the oh. ending, and. They gave us all vouchers to go see Yeesh. it again, and my brother could not sleep. I was sleeping like a baby because I love these movies. <laughs> my brother could not sleep because he thought the movie broke down because of The Conjuring, and it was hard. It was a great time. It was yeah, it was a great period, great time. So much nostalgia for me. I love booting up The Conjuring every Halloween season, and um, I love the movie. It's of course the it's the A tier movie of this universe, and you don't have this universe without the success of that movie critically and financially just a great success for Warner brothers when they brought that movie out. And I think it's a, I think in a way it's actually saved horror in a lot of ways because horror was dwindling. It was like nobody were nobody was going to go see these movies. Nobody, they were barely making them and the conjuring came out and like, boom, 
it just it just things were going crazy so the conjuring number one baby that is it everyone that is our ranking for the conjuring universe please go watch the nun 2 that's in theaters you can wait till max no hey hold on watch the nun 2 okay everyone thank you guys for joining us (laughs) my name is Dwayne. that was leo larry and tyler i'll go around get everyone's social media to start with you larry let everyone know they can follow you yeah, you can find me over on YouTube at Chili Boy Productions, Instagram at Chili Boy Productions, and on Twitter at Chili Boy YT, Cinemark. Time to up that stock and give me a damn Saw X popcorn bucket. Thank you. Oh, snap. <laughs> All right, and Tyler. <laughs> uh, well, YouTube, you can find me on YouTube at Tyler Calvert. Very simple. It's my name. Uh, reviews, reactions, all that stuff on there. Uh, and Twitter and Instagram, and it's Talent Calvert. And I am also very excited because I did get a saw bucket. So go Cinemark. Oh, my n- number one. <laughs> number one. <laughs> all right, and Leo. All right, guys, if you're over on YouTube, go ahead and search up Geekly Goods. You'll see a logo of me and two Gs. Go ahead and click that. That's me. Guys, we got a lot coming up. Come on over to the channel. And also, if you're on any other social media platform, I'm at Geekly Goods. All right, everyone. You can follow me on Twitter at Cinematic94. And you can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I guess I'm still I'm a part of that 69% who still says Twitter. Anyway, thank you guys for joining us. My <laughs> name is Dwayne. That was Larry, Leo, and Tyler. We'll talk to you guys soon.